Welcome to Space Time episode 5 and today we're going to be talking about string theory which is one of the most influential theories out there in terms of physics because if it's right it could explain our entire universe in terms of just one simple thing which is filaments of energy. So firstly what does string theory actually propose? What is it? What's the basic foundations of it? And basically what does why is it so important? Why is it so important? Um, well, that's all we're going to be answered in today's video, so make sure you stay tuned. String theory is a theory, obviously, that's been proposed many decades ago, so it's quite old, and it essentially attempts to unify the two biggest frameworks in all of physics, which is gravity and quantum mechanics. Gravity is basically trying to explain the big things. Um, general relativity is what I'm talking about, so... Einstein's theory that explains space, time, all of that massive stuff that we see um, on our scale and bigger scales in the universe. So on a daily daily life scale, or even, for example, in terms of black holes, general relativity can be used from our scale and up. And from our scale and down to the macroscopic, quantum mechanics comes into play. These two theories are fundamentally flawed in that they can't connect with each other. We know that gravity and general relativity is a classical um, form of mechanics. And what I mean by this is everything in this framework, this big framework of physics is deterministic. So if we know all the velocities and positions of all the particles in the universe, then we'll be able to predict exactly what's going to happen in the universe and what has happened before because we have a certain set of laws that we can use to evolve these systems and make predictions about what these particles are going to do. General relativity uh, falls into that framework. However, quantum mechanics came along afterwards and basically said, nope, that's completely wrong. You can't know the position and the velocity of every single particle in the universe at the same time because of the Heisenberg uncertainty principle which is a principle that basically says you can't know that stuff. So in essence, general relativity and classical mechanics is a, a framework of physics, which is, how do I put this? It's smooth. It's kind of, um, it's very smooth. It's, you can make predictions. Everything is precise. You can know everything about everything. And you can predict the future, you can um, extrapolate the past. In quantum mechanics, it says no, it's not possible. Everything works on probability, where the particle might be, how fast it might be traveling. You can't exactly know the precise position and the precise velocity of the particle at the same time, because that's impossible. But the thing is about these theories is that they both work. They both work on their own scales. And that's a big no-no in physics because we need all these theories to work. If these two theories have been proven conclusively and through rigorous, rigorous testing that they both are true, but they both conflict with each other, then how is it that they both work? It doesn't make sense because they both work. Quantum mechanics is a very granular theory. It says that everything is made up of, you know, tiny little, um, everything's made up of tiny little 
parts of time, for example. So time is granular. It's not smooth. It's made up of little time particles, you could say, um, which is the Planck time, um, even space, um, Planck space. And even light energy itself is made up of little bits of energy, not just a smooth thing. Whereas general relativity says that energy is smooth, time is smooth, space is smooth. String theory attempts to unify these two by saying that everything in the universe is made of little filaments of energy. Instead of saying that every particle is just um, a point or a little tiny little sphere, it says that these particles that we see, these hundreds of particles that uh, we've detected in things like the Large Hadron Collider, are actually made of filaments of energy. So not a point, but a circle, a little string, you could say. And that's why it's called string theory. The way that these different particles are created through these little strings, these filaments of energy, is that these strings vibrate in different wavelengths, and different frequencies and different patterns. And that basically determines how they react with other strings and what kind of particle these strings um, actually represent. So for example, um, a string could vibrate in one way and it would become the electron. Or if you change the vibration um, node of that particle, then it could become, you know, a quark, which makes up a proton. And that is kind of beautiful because it basically says that every single thing in the entire universe is made of the same exact thing, which is a filament of energy. And we've kind of taken a step towards this when we came up with um, the atomic theory, which uh, says that everything in at least on our scale in the universe is made of atoms. So we were one step closer to that kind of um, unification of every particle by saying that everything is made of atoms and at the fundamental building blocks of the universe, we find um, tiny little atoms which are different from each other. So you can have elements which contain atoms of different kinds, but those are the basic constituents of the universe. And string theory basically takes this to another level by saying, all the particles even inside the atom are made of the same thing. And so by extension, all the atoms are the same and everything in the universe is made of the exact same thing. But there's a problem. There's a big problem with string theory and it's that it's never been proven. We don't know whether or not it's true. And this comes from the fact that it's not made any concrete solid predictions yet. It's, it, okay, I'm, that's wrong. It actually has made a couple of predictions, but the energies that we would need to reach in order to test these predictions are so high that we may never be able to reach them in machines like the Large Hadron Collider. These energies would be like compared to the energies of suns and massive stars, which we may never be able to produce in these human-made machines. So we may never actually know whether or not string theory is true. But Part of that is what makes it so mysterious and what keeps certain physicists going in that field. It basically works out through the mathematics. It predicts certain things that we see in our universe, but we have no way to tell if it's true or not because it makes such un... because the predictions are in such alien environments in terms of energy that the human race may never be advanced enough to reach those energies. It does make 
a couple of other predictions, but those are just as otherworldly as the predictions that require these large energies. And one of these predictions is the idea of extra dimensions, which is one of the reasons why string theory is so well known. It basically posits that instead of the three fundamental dimensions that we experience in our daily lives, there are actually upwards of 10 dimensions in our universe and one dimension of time. Let me explain extra dimensions to you basically. So if you have these three dimensions, yeah, tape, for example, your Fleming's left-hand rule, um, shout out GCSE physics. If you took these three dimensions and you studied it, you'd notice that every direction is at right angles to every other direction. So for example, that's a right angle. That is a right angle. Uh, that is a right angle. So basically, every direction is at right angles to two other directions. But then if I ask you to create a direction that's at right angles to all three of these directions, you wouldn't be able to do that because we can't think in four dimensions. That's a fourth dimension which we're adding if we say we want a direction that's at right angles to this, this and this. And we just can't be able to do that because we can't think in four dimensions. Not even Stephen Hawking, he can never think in four dimensions because we need to survive in three dimensions to survive. When we were still evolving, we needed these, um, only a few laws of physics. We only needed an understanding of things like um, F equals MA, for example, in order to survive. We needed to be able to say that if I throw this ball, let's say it was a rock back then, if I throw this rock at this, um, I don't know, this animal and kill it, and if I throw this fast enough with enough acceleration and kill it, I can have some food tonight. Basically, that's how we used to survive. So we didn't need quantum mechanics or general relativity in order to survive and evolve and dominate the planet. And that's why um, these ideas are so alien to us. And that's exactly why a fourth and a fourth plus dimension is so alien to us because we don't need it in order to survive. But the maths is where we can actually study it. We can study these dimensions through maths and we can basically kind of attempt to visualize these dimensions through mathematics. And basically that's why we trust mathematics so much. It allows us to go into places where we can't um, put ourselves. We can basically travel the entire universe through mathematics by studying different systems such as black holes. We can use mathematics to describe what happens inside black holes without ever even entering black holes themselves. That's why we can trust mathematics so much. But a question arises from that, which is, does mathematics actually work on the basic levels of quantum mechanics and general relativity, where these two theories collide? We just don't know. But that's basically what these extra dimensions um, predict. It says that if we follow the mathematics, it says that these extra dimensions would be at the fundamental uh, levels of space and we'd have to look in and zoom into space so much that we probably never will have a technology to be able to do so however we'd have to zoom into space so much and at the fundamental building blocks of space would see like these little fundamental um, filaments of energy which will represent these extra dimensions so just to recap string theory has been around for decades 
and it's attempting to unify the two massive frameworks of physics, which are classical mechanics, so general relativity, all that Newtonian mechanics stuff, and quantum mechanics. These two theories um, don't gel well together, and string theory attempts to unify that. There's a bunch of other theories as well that attempt to unify them and bridge them, but string theory is one of the most well-known. There's also theories such as like loop quantum gravity, which attempts to um, come up with the theory of quantum gravity. But string theory, like I said, is one of the most well-known. And what string theory says is that instead of particles at the basic level of reality, there's actually strings and these strings are made of energy. They vibrate in different ways and by vibrating in different ways, they create things like the electron or the quarks or the neutrinos or, you know, leptons and um, other particles, basically. And we don't know if it's true because it doesn't make very strong predictions. And the predictions it does make are quite outlandish. One of the most famous predictions is that it makes um, us believe in extra dimensions. And we can't really see them, but we can study them through mathematics. We may never know if string theory is right, but it's kind of fun to think about. So that's going to be it for today, guys. Um, thanks for watching. Don't forget to like and sub. And before I go, I just wanted to make sure that you guys know that this is basically going to be a podcast, like a real podcast. So in the future, it's just going to be me chilling, talking with um, another person probably about physics and just life in general and stuff like that. Cool stuff, basically probably going to be like 45 minutes to an hour long those kind of actual real podcast videos um is basically what this channel is intended to be after a while once um you know things get settled i'll actually be able to do that and it will be a lot more interesting that will be a lot more fun and casual and a lot less like science heavy so if you aren't enjoying these videos right now then you got something to look forward to when that actually happens and yeah don't forget to like and sub peace